Hey, you all right? Yes, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, doing all right, thanks. Good, good. You find it all right getting here? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I wasn't sure where I was, Mark, or whereabouts to go to my family. It's manic. It, it all kind of builds up really quickly down here. Okay, so, Harriet, thanks, thanks very much for taking the time to do this interview. Talk a little bit about where you are at the moment as a parent lifestyle blogger. So, at the moment, um, well, I'm really enjoying it. I am uh, able to work with different brands, yeah. work through different content, um, offer vlogging, blogging, different kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I'm high up in my field, I think, which is, is a great thing. Um, there's lots of different content that people measure. Um, Instagram is probably my, my big area at the yeah. moment. Um, and, and yeah. yeah. Listeners and viewers would love to actually know, first of all, what is a parent lifestyle blogger? <laughs> That's something that throws quite a few people. So yeah. uh, a blogger is, uh, if you think of a, a magazine, it, it can be anything from like an online diary that people do as very much a hobby mm -hmm. to being an online magazine, so a bloggerzine. Um, Blogs are essentially just websites that are published by people. So a blogger is just somebody who publishes those blogs. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it is narrowed down to as much as that. I think once you get to do what I'm doing as well, there's the social influencing side yeah. whereby you've built up quite a large community of social followers and you have gained their trust. You get to speak to them almost as if you would if you were having a coffee. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that is a parent blogger, and obviously parenting is the topic. Yeah, and you, you kind of told me before we started recording that you've been doing this now for about three and a bit of years. Mm -hmm. How did this start? Like, how did you be decide to become a blogger? <laughs> so I followed a few blogs yeah. that I really liked. Um, I, d I wasn't really aware of blogging mm. before I actually started following these when I was on mat leave with yeah. my middle child. Yeah. Um, and I very much decided, hang on, I could do something like this. This looks like a viable career if you do it properly. Mm. And it's also a really good way to connect with other people when perhaps it's not as easy to do so with yeah. a 20-month-old and a new baby. Yeah. So I started, I set up the blog. I had somebody um, help me set it up so that it had a certain level. Uh, not tech-savvy at all, which mm. is something people think you have to be to yeah. be a blogger. You really don't. You do learn it as you go along. Um, and I had somebody help me set it up, and then I just started putting thoughts, feelings, um, products that I really liked, sharing that kind of thing, and slowly it grew from that. Mm. Um, and I did go back to work. I worked in a retail company, went back to work, and then when I had my third child, I was lucky enough to be able to do it and monetize it and yeah. leave work. I was going to say, like, don't talk about the monetizing, but what was that point where you knew you could do the blogging full time? Um, I think really once I started to um, get client interest, yeah. uh, there's different kinds of work that bloggers do. So some of us do what's called SEO work, yeah. which is your search engine optimization. You're basically uh, helping brands and helping companies get better Google juice to simplify it. Uh, and then you also do PR work, which side you need uh, more social followers, you need a slightly um, bigger network if you like. So once I had started doing enough SEO work that I could actually cover the same amount as I was earning at part-time work in a retail company, yeah. 
I decided that if I did step back from that extra job yeah. and I just took the cuts there, that I would be able to put more into it yeah. and hopefully obtain that next level, which I did. Yeah, and what was that like? Because you started something in your spare time, which you didn't, I, I imagine, initially think it would turn into something full time, and then you took that decision to quit your other job and, mm-hmm. and start working with these brands. Yeah, I, I certainly never thought that it would take off as much as it has, yeah. um, and that it would give me as many opportunities as it has. Yeah. Um, I thought I would make enough to cover my bills perhaps and that would be it and I would troll along. I didn't think it would become the career that it has. But it was quite daunting leaving that steady, stable, monthly income, knowing that it was going to come in every four weeks Mm. and then having to actually find it myself all of a sudden. That is a very daunting prospect. Yeah, so what... With that then, what were kind of the ups and downs as you were going through the motions of doing this? So, some months I would have to say to my husband, I've earned £150 this month, Yeah. Uh, we're in bother, Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to take this from savings, we're going to have to do this, I've not done very well, and other months it would be, oh my goodness, I've earned £600, this yeah. is amazing, and then it just steadily grew and those targets got higher and higher and higher and then it became the norm um, to be making more and to be making a livable wage and then it became the norm to be making a good wage. And, it, there's still always that doubt. I usually get to the sixth of the month mm. and start going, I, I haven't got any contracts signed up. Yeah. What am I going to do? I'm going to have a really bad month. And the panic sets in, and then a few contracts will come. But there is always that pressure. Yeah. And I guess what money is one of those? What mm-hmm. challenges did you, did you have to face or do you face now? I think money-wise, that's always going to be a big one. I think with any venture that you take on, there is always going to be the money side of it that's very daunting. But time as well. Being a mum of three, I started doing this so that I could spend more time with my children. And I have found that the more successful this has become, the more it does take me away, as any job would. Um, But I'm still master of my own time, if you like. I can say, okay, it's sports day next week. I'm not going to do anything. So I think time and managing my own time was always a challenge Mm. and figuring out that actually, I know in the early days having a young baby I would take quite a few days where I would maybe go and meet friends for coffee or and I didn't really have that oomph uh, and realisation that you had to treat this as a job if you wanted to keep pushing forwards so it took a while to realise that I was the master of my own time and as such had to be a bit harder on myself yeah so I mean as a as, as a blogger how how competitive have you had to be <laughs> Uh, I think it, it, it depends on what you want out of it, but yeah. it is a very competitive thing. The market's certainly flooded with parent bloggers, um, mummy bloggers have yes. got quite a bad reputation. I think it's uh, there is um, it's becoming away from it, but there has been this misconception that these are just mums who want a freebie, and, yeah. and that's it. Not serious um, influencers and marketing opportunities. It's quite a different thing in the fashion world and the mm-hmm. beauty world. They're often seen um, as maybe uh, slightly more respected influencers, if you like, and it's only recently that really big brands are starting to realise that parent influencers are where it's at. Yeah. So, with the internet, we've you know we've seen the boom of digital media, and Mm -hmm. and blogging is just one aspect of that. What do you see? 
is or, or are the keys to success within the media industry? I think having a good variety of content um, is really important. I don't think that you can underestimate how important it is yeah. to not put all your eggs in one basket. Um, I hate video content. Right. I do video content occasionally. Some of my most successful things have been video content, particularly yeah. on Facebook, which I know Facebook have announced that they're intending to make their platform exclusively video. Yeah. Within the next, I think that was either their five or ten year plan, right. it will be a video network. That's their plan. So if that's something that they're planning to do, that tells you that video content is, yeah. a, is an important part of it. Um, but I've always said content is king, so whatever you do, you need to make sure you're doing it to a certain level. Yeah. So that, wait, wait, let's, so, so Facebook or what? They're wanting to... Move? They're wanting to actually come away from being a, a platform as they are now yeah. and move into video content. Right. So if you've noticed, they now have Facebook Live yeah. for video. You can now have your profile picture as a video, yeah. your cover screen as a video and they're slowly introducing more and more and more yeah. and there have been rumours that they've said I mean Mark um, Zuckerberg said that he wanted Facebook to become video content mm. so if I do a YouTube video and I share it across to Facebook yeah. Facebook hates it. Yeah. it it really stumps the reach and that's because they want you to share native content right. because they want to become a video platform mm. whether they will or not yeah. I know Facebook Live hasn't done as well as they'd hoped, it hasn't done as yeah. well as they projected, but, but that is their goal. But I think I think with that with certainly on that, they're not they you know, they've got Instagram which, mm -hmm. you know, combining the, the whole live feature and the story feature yeah. as well, mm -hmm. like you look at what that's done to Snapchat the yeah. moment Snapchat went public yeah. and now what's happened with them. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's crazy how these platforms keep on keep on evolving. They do. Do you use Twitter at all then? I do. I do use Twitter. Um, I'm not a big fan of Twitter. No. Not at all. I'm a, I'm a waffler, so I find 140 characters is quite, quite difficult for me to have a conversation yeah. in. Um, I much prefer being on Instagram stories or being able to almost micro-blog on Instagram. Yeah. So I have my, my blog, and that is my platform. Um, but then I also have my social networks, and I do micro blog, if you like, through yeah. those. But Twitter, I do find a difficult one. I think I think Twitter as a as a platform has definitely been one of those ones that's gone on a little bit of a roller coaster because I think in the last couple of years people have started predicting well it's going to fall behind and yeah. it, you know that that initial burst of trying to use 140 words to have a conversation or prom promote something, you know. Yeah. It doesn't fit all, all niches and, and industries. No, it doesn't. Um, I've recently worked with Amazon for Amazon Prime Day, and they wanted me to very simply um, push Amazon Prime and say uh, a product, I could pick any product from their Prime Day sale yeah. uh, that was relevant to my niche that I would buy for my kids and say, mm. I'm looking at this. Um, and, and go along that honest line. And we found that Twitter, Facebook, it was so easy yeah. to do. Twitter, we had to go back and forth and back and forth because how do you slot it into that small portion mm. and actually make it something that makes sense um, and that, that can be an advert and actually carry a bit of weight behind it? It can be quite tricky on Twitter. As a blogger, what surprises you? <laughs> 
Um, oh, goodness, that's a really good question. Um, in what sense? You mean like... I guess sort of a, a, in the three the years that, and so that you've become this blogger, what's struck, struck you as maybe practice, as process, or as things that, you know, challenges that you had to face and, got, and thought, well, I had no idea that was going to happen? Yeah, oh gosh, this, I suppose uh, people, yeah. for one, people um, never cease to surprise me with how competitive they can be mm-hmm. um, and how unsupportive they can be of one another, that's yeah. quite a, a, a surprising thing, I think you often think, especially with you all being parents or being bloggers, people do talk about the community and how mm-hmm. wonderful it is, and it's not always, it's like yeah. any business, um, but I, I think the way that things can change so rapidly yeah. is always a bit of a surprise. Um, same with video content, it's, it rapidly changes. It goes from being something that's, you know, oh, you should probably get into blogging to you need to be in blogging. Mm. That needs to be done yesterday. I know at one point, Google Plus, we were all told you really need to be on Google Plus. Google Plus might not be where your actual readers are, but yeah. for your... Um, for your search engine optimization, you must be on there. It's so important, and now it's an almost dead platform. Yeah. So things changing quite rapidly does yeah. surprise me. Um, but yeah, not yeah. not so much. Yeah. Well, what's your thoughts on audio? Because obviously, I met you last week at the BBC, and you've also yeah. been on ITV as well, haven't you? Yes. So yeah. obviously, that's that's visual. But in terms of audio, as a as a future platform for bloggers or anyone really. I still think it's important, and it's, it goes back to that not putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Um, I still think it's an important thing. I know video and the visual, there's a real emphasis on it at the moment, but people still like to plug their earphones in and mm. go for a run and listen to things, and I, I don't think that that is something that will die out anytime soon. No. Okay. So, if someone comes up to you and says, how do I become a blogger? What's your response? <laughs> Be prepared to lose a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think if, uh, if I get asked quite often, I'm thinking about starting a blog, what would you advise me? Yeah. I always say to people, the first thing I would advise you is get your own domain name. So you can be um, so-and-so-and-so-and-so.wordpress.com. Yeah. Don't do that. Get your own and be like I'm tobyandroo.com. Get your own domain name right from the very beginning because it sets a precedent that this is mine and that this is something that you're now responsible for. You have all your own authorities, you own your own domain authority and all of the extra bits that come with it. Um, And then start writing and get into the habit of writing and producing good content. Uh, Look after your social medias, but do be prepared to put a lot of effort into it. I think people think that it's very easy to be a blogger um, and that you roll up, you get a few followers, you make a couple of witty remarks on Twitter Mm. and all of a sudden you've got... 50,000 followers, it just doesn't happen like that, and be prepared to take time, because it does take time, you can achieve wonderful things in a year or so, but getting brands to actually notice you, and brands to trust you with their brand, that takes time, and it takes building real connections, so you do have to put quite a lot into it. Mm. And how, you know, what... How can people grow though when they're other blogger? I know we've talked a lot about mm-hmm. what you use from a social media point of view, but you know, making those connections as well is, is a huge aspect to it. So how how does someone, I guess, not go in it for a sprint, but does how does someone? 
You can certainly sprint and you can certainly get into it and really push, push, push yeah. um, and grow your social networks. I have a few friends who've not been blogging very long. They've grown their social networks really rapidly. Um, but putting yourself out there as well is a really big one. Yeah. Um, if you have a particular brand in mind that you want to work with, find out who their PR is. Yeah. Use LinkedIn is a great way of finding out. Yeah, it really is a great way of finding out um, who the right person is because you do just go in into the cyber bin yeah. if you don't have the right person people don't have time to sift through and say oh okay that's addressed to Jack but it's really for John yeah. they don't have time for it so find out who you're meant to contact and then get in touch with them and say to them look I'm quite new at this but I would really like to collaborate with yeah. you I'm not asking for anything other than your time but I would like to do this what do you think of these ideas and pitch them something I think even now I my inbox is full I have a lot of work but I pitch. If yeah. I want to do something, I pitch. Um, and I think it's important to keep pitching constantly and to do that right from the beginning. Even if you're only pitching an idea, pitch it. Yeah. I mean, how did you start getting yourself as a face out there when you were blogging? So how did you start pushing yourself? Instagram was a big one for yeah. me. I think once I hit 50,000 on Instagram, everybody was a bit, oh my goodness, yeah. that's a lot of people. Yeah. And I never really thought of it as such, I suppose. Um, and it, people say once you get to 10,000, brands start to take notice. 10,000 on anything, brands are a bit like, oh, okay, something's happening here. That's quite a hard thing to crack. Yeah. Um, and then you do just start to grow faster once you get to a certain level. But I think once I hit certain numbers, and I, I never lie to anybody about that, it isn't just a numbers game, but numbers are very important. Um, and once I started to get to those levels, people started to notice me. Yeah. And that made a big difference. Mm. Um, getting there, obviously, there was a lot of hard work put into it. I started off with my content, and I look look back at it now and cringe, yeah. uh, particularly my Instagram content. I think, well, there was nothing remarkable about that. It mm. could have just been anybody's account. So it was finding my own niche yeah. and finding what worked for me and what engaged people. And then going into that um, and tooting your own horn as yeah. well. I often find people think self-promotion, especially here yeah. in the UK, we look down on self-promotion. But nobody's going to do it for no. you. Nobody has the time or the interest in promoting you if you can't promote yeah. yourself. So always getting out there and promoting yourself. If you're invited to events, say yes, speculate to accumulate, and, and really get out there as much as possible. I mean, that, that, that in itself, that I guess sort of, that part of entrepreneurship and sort of getting yourself out there, and we talk about, we're talking about that with the UK, in complete contrast, the Americans love to shout oh, about yeah. everything. Absolutely, and, and that's one of the reasons that they are so ahead of us. Yeah. So I have American counterparts that I speak to a lot on Instagram that are really lovely women. Oh, they charge so much more than I do, <laughs> yeah. and they have the same or less followers because digital influence marketing in um, America is yeah so well respected because they get out there mm. and they really promote themselves they shout about it to the rooftops and I think that's something that we lack in the UK yeah. I, my friends have often laughed and said you're quite American in the way that you do things yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that no. I think you have to be passionate about yourself because no one else is going to do it for you yeah, yeah. so almost wrapping up here 
What's your plans for the future? What sort of things have you got lined up? Um, I think, for me, I'm really enjoying where I am at the minute. Yeah. I'm really enjoying um, working with different brands, collaborating on different things. We've recently been sent to Holland, so I'd love wow. to do more of that kind of thing. Um, I don't want to become a travel blogger. No. Uh, I don't think that I could cope with the uncertainty of it. Yeah. Um, food is another industry that I'm starting to tap into now, which is a huge industry, and that's something that I'm really enjoying. I think parenting bloggers naturally lead into either food or they lead into fashion, because you do get to a point where your children are older yeah. and they perhaps won't appreciate you sharing certain things, so you have to be conscious of the fact mm. that you are sharing another person's yeah. um, perhaps personal experience Experiences, and once that gets to a point where they are old enough that that can affect them, mm. you have to start to step back a bit. So, food brands, um, I'm starting to collaborate with more. And yeah, I do want to get more into video content. I need to push myself to do that. At yeah. the minute, I'm happy with where I am, so I'm sitting back a bit and I need to get that up again. Awesome. Okay, final question then. Um, if you bump into someone on the street, mm -hmm. what's the first piece of advice you give them? Oh, gosh. Um, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, that's the response first, everyone yeah, gives. Yeah, I bet that is. I <laughs> bet it is. That is a really good question. What's the first piece of advice that I would give them in relation to like entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship, or? success, like whatever it is that they want to do. Never underestimate working hard. Yeah. I know it sounds cliche, but people who work really hard and I'm talking going to bed at two o'clock in the morning and getting up at six mm. and really working hard to the point where they're almost at burnout that's why they're successful yeah. because they constantly push themselves so never underestimate the power of hard work mm. and the power of keeping going yeah. um, but don't burn out <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying burning out is a good thing no. I've been there it's not so much fun yeah. but working really really hard yeah. uh, you have to do it yeah. it's on you Harriet, thank you so much for thank coming on. Thank you very much. Cheers. Hey guys, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and also tell your friends and share this amongst themselves and help spread the word of Wolf Tales. That would mean the absolute world to me. Don't forget also you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Bram underscore Ski11 on Twitter and at Wolf underscore Tales on Instagram. I'll check you next time. Bye.